Hello and welcome to this week's This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you all the build-up and reaction to FC United's home match with Staleybridge Celtic from Saturday. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start the news this week with some new signings. And FC United have announced two loan signings ahead of the league match with Staleybridge, with defender Ethan Vaughan joining from Mask United, while the club have also signed on loan Barnsley midfielder Keegan Hartley. Both players joined the squad following FC United's midweek trip to Belgium, with Neil Reynolds' side making it two wins from two in this season's Phoenix Trophy, coming from a goal behind to win 3-2 at Beveren. Byline looks for the cross in. Oh, and it's an equaliser. FC United. Josiah Dyer running into the box there. Got his foot onto it and into the back of the net. And that's that's what FC needed. Charlie Ennis, Alex Wollerton on the outside. Great ball from Ennis. Wollerton on the byline. In again. Oh, and it's a second for FC United. And it's a second for Josiah Dyer. And it comes from a very similar position. A cross in from Alex Wollerton on the byline. And Dyer, six-yard box, on his own really. Free to slot it home into the net. Well fought to win it there. Charlie Ennis is here now. Can he score? Ennis! Oh, what a goal. Charlie Ennis rounds it off for FC United. And it was well fought back there originally by the scorer of the first two, Dyer. And it found itself to Van Vick, who laid it off to Ennis, who was in a lot of space. And you give him that much space, he will finish. And following that victory, FC United top Group A of the Phoenix Trophy, with two games remaining against Valencia side Mesalistas. With the away fixture in Spain now scheduled for Tuesday the 21st of March. And finally for this week's news, FC United on Saturday afternoon hosted Salebridge Celtic in the league. And for all the build-up now, let's hand over to FC Live at Broadhurst Park. Well, welcome back to Broadhurst Park and joining us for a little pre-match chat ahead of the Staley Bridge Celtic game, we are joined now by Mr Woodzo. Hello Woodzo, how Hello, are you? Hello Mr Benzo. Now, got you on early doors, uh, obviously FC I'm not, Na- I'm, I'm not James Quinn. I, I know, I always say that. Uh, <laughs> FC United taking on Staley Bridge Celtic this afternoon, we'll be hearing from Neil Reynolds in a second and his, his pre-match thoughts, but got you here Woodzo, uh, just for a bit of a catch-up after, not just Lancaster, but also midweek. Absolutely. The Beveren game. Yeah. Um, I had a little flashback, actually, because oh. I thought to myself, this reminds me of something. And decent performance, a, a good victory, a, a decent atmosphere in the in the yeah. terrace there yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Antwerp. It reminded me of the first Phoenix Trophy game we played in Poland, in a little way, because when we played that game, we were a bit down in the dumps. Mm. And that picked everyone up again. Do you reckon that's what could happen after Tuesday night's win in Belgium? Hopefully. The one thing I hope we've picked up on Tuesday, more than anything else... The way for us to play, in my opinion, now is not to knock it over the top for leaning to Ronald because he's not here anymore. The two goals, what byline cross? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I was stood on Tuesday night in that corner where the two crosses came from. To be fair, that's that's, and that's, that's how you should score goals anyway. Well, not yeah, ordinarily. But, but you look at Dyer there. You know, he, one was a tapping granted, but it was good work by Van Wyk. I thought the second one he, he did well. He, he ran in front of his defender and, and flicked it in near post. That's probably the way for us to play now. Uh, so hopefully we can pick that up today. But uh, it was a good trip, a good week, and the day after you land, you, you, you're back on the flight search again. Yes, uh, Valencia, Valencia will be happening uh, towards the end of March, as well as the home game first part of March. So we'll, yes. we'll 
we should know anyway, I think, if we qualify top of the group well, yeah. by the Valencia yeah. game. I think a point um, in the, yeah. the home game, uh, I think, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll cover off the Phoenix Trophy. Oh, we'll get that whenever. Two, two wins from two in that competition, and a uh, big thank you to Bevan, our host. Yeah, and, and Neil, uh, I mean, I've just heard Neil, I know he'll be coming after me, yeah. so without wishing to preempt him, I, I echo what he said, they were a lovely club. He made some money on my merchandise in that club. Oh, fair play to That's him. That's good. Fair play to him. Uh, he was also uh, well, well done to Will as well, who, who made his broadcasting debut on, on YouTube. I believe um, so. A positive result on Absolutely. Tuesday. Better than last week's. Now, I'd just like to touch upon last week. Do you have to? But, uh, no, I, I brought it up, so we no, may as well. I, I do, because Go on. first 55 minutes, we so had it. You're being generous for 55, but... We yeah. had it. Donahue was a big miss in the second half. He was. Half. It was two set pieces, two goals... And it was a bit disappointing, but I don't think necessarily the world's caved in just yet. No, I mean, the few things, the few things about last Saturday, as I said at half time, we rude the one on one chance. Yes. I did say at half time, didn't I, that my worry about games, this is what happened. If we go a goal down. Well, we described it as Matlock. You know, we well, like exactly. We, the don't, we don't game. go back it, in. It had the Matlock game written all over it. Right at the start of the second half, Griffiths has a shot blocked. I'm, I'm behind. It's going in. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good block. Yeah. But then after that, so when you say 55, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more like 48 before we, we actually... There was, there was know, nothing after there was that. nothing after uh, that. And obviously we huffed and puffed. It was disappointing because I went there thinking, we should pick up a three, a three points here. And to lose 2-0, to lose 1-0, you can you know, you know, could have 95% of the play and then they break away and you can't yeah. score. And, and that's but the 2-0. That was the disappointing thing. But, but we move on. We move on. And we draw a line under it and beautiful hospitality in Belgium. Absolutely. And, and here we are now. Stay the Celtic today. We'll hear from... Uh, Neil Reynolds in a second and then we'll we'll get straight into the FC Live broadcast uh, and hear Stattle Paul's thoughts on how Staley Bridge are getting mm. on but 12 games left yeah, 6 points from the playoffs ordinarily if we were 6 and there were 6 points from the playoffs I'd still give us a chance and with the same number of games played that's, yeah. that's, that's the worry I'd still, as well I'd still give us a chance yeah. however it's the fact there's so many teams involved still that you know, you have to give yourself the best chance possible. Yeah, you, I mean, today's got to start today. It's yeah, got to start today. It does, doesn't it? You know, we're, we're not. I don't think we're overhyping it. I no, mean, no, I know we're, we're in the middle of February still. But we've lost the last two league games. Yeah, so we've got we've got to pick it up today. Absolutely. I'm confident because we're at home, and then I'm not confident because we're at home and it's a Saturday. So yeah. <laughs> it depends how yeah, you want to work it. Really, we we need to we need to start the run today. We need to start picking up points. We've got some tough games coming up, like the Rylands and whatnot. These are not easy games. You know, we've got to go up to South Shields. You know, ironically, we, 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 I wouldn't put it past us going up there on Tuesday night and coming on with three points. Well, that's, Hyde, that's Hyde beat them. Hyde, absolutely, there. yeah. So, you know, we are capable of these things, but we have to just play our way. To play football. We've said it for years, on the previous managers, and I'll say it again, we get too easily sucked into a scrap and a fight and playing the same way as, as our opposition. We just play football, play the way we can, get it wide, get the ball in, take shots on. If we if they miss, your next one might go in. There's no point in trying to walk it in and knock it back. You know, yep. we said it around the Matlock game, didn't we? I think we said it before last week about the Matlock game. Too many too many times we got the ball in the box and it went backwards again. Yeah, be brave, get it in. Absolutely. You know, well, let's on, see what happens. On that note, it's a big thank you to Woods thank for you. joining us pre-match. But let's hear now from the FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with earlier. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us uh, pre-match. First things first, how was your trip to Belgium? Plenty of waffles and ice cream, I hope. Yeah, no, no waffles and ice cream <laughs> for me, Ben. No, it was, a, it was a really good trip. Uh, the way back was a long trip going via Dublin. Uh, but no, we had a really good time and the fans came out and they were in full voice and you forget yourself, don't you? Only this week we've been, we've been in Antwerp, but it was, a, no, it was a really good experience. I've got to say that the host club 
and the organisation of this trip was was immense uh, from start to finish, from picking us up from the airport to staying at the Hilton uh, to, to minibusing us everywhere, food after the game. So it was good. It was really good, and, and we got the win. You know, a tight, tight game, but we got the win, and you know, winning, winning breeds success. And you know, despite how we won. You know, we, we were a scratch 11, but we won. And, that, and that's, that was the main thing. I'm, I'm not really going to talk about Lancaster too much, but how useful was it to have a bonding experience like that in the middle of, of this week, ahead of this game against Stella Beach? It's really imperative, but it's strange because, you know, the bond that has been, if you will, taken out of the, the core with the lads who couldn't go or the lads who were injured away have gone back. So it's, it's creating that new bond, and that's what we've got to do. And there's, you know, two lads arrived from the wilderness this week, you know, in... Uh, and Keegan from Barnsley and, uh, and Ethan Vaughan from March, but we, we're having to rebuild. You know, we we all we're all aware of the injuries and the suspensions and the, the sales. So we've just got to start rebuilding now, and that's what we're doing. So you know, it was important. You know, we had a good t- we had a really good time, and uh, I thought for one minute I was going to have to get a kit on, but no, it was it was avoided. So so all good. You know, all good, and you know, it was nice to, to put the Lancaster one to bed because that second half performance was far from good enough. I have to be honest. Um, I, I, I'm, it's great we won. But I, I was watching it at home on the on the Phoenix Trophy YouTube channel uh, on Mitel, and I was disappointed you didn't come on. I mean, I was expecting <laughs> it, but never mind. Uh, anyway, um, so springing our step, maybe. I mean, how are we shaping up heading into today's game back in the league, do you feel? No Andy Hall suspended, yep. no Michael Potts injured, and everyone who's gone before that. But we do, you know, we've got a big down in nets. You know, the, the suspension won't come in. We've then got a back four of Woolerton, Jan Palinkas, Curtis Jones and Adam Dodd at left back. James Vincent comes back in alongside Griffiths with Donahue, young Dante on one side, Keegan from Barnsley on the other side, and Matty Van Wyck down the middle. So, you know, a couple of much-needed rests, especially for the likes of Ennis. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we are where we are. And just to confirm, because uh, um, Lavakin was in a different time zone, I think, for that challenge. So, a red card <laughs> in that competition doesn't count, just to no, it doesn't. LA no. fears of that. That's good. No, it doesn't. Um, those young players, the Lancaster performance... In the first half, with Donahue playing, we created chances, especially Gabidon and, and Van Wyck was lively. What do you reckon they've learned a lot from from last week? Ben, I, I said to straight after the game, I said to Tim, I said to the radio, we finished the game with our front four were 18-19, all four of them. Young kids, you've, you've gone into Callum Gribbin, 23, and Regan Linney's 25. You know, gone as your Michael Potts behind you or, you know, Andy Alls today. The young kids just need throwing in, and today we've done it again. You know, we've got a front line of, you know, 19, 18. Uh, all right, Vincent puts it up a little bit because he's back in. Van White, 20. So they were a young set of lads, but we've, we've got to find the next gem. You know, we did it with Tundee, we did it with Regan, we're going to do it again with, with somebody else. And the door will keep revolving until we do, you know, but we've, we've got to remember that we're still in a very good position in the league, despite all our problems, you know, off the field. We're still in a good position, and we know we're going into this game. You know, if, if people want me to say it's a must win, it's a must win if we want to get where we want to be. Because uh, we're six points from the playoffs and there's 12 games remaining and you can start to see the bottom of the fixture page now, can't you? So it is getting close. Um, I mean, Staley Bridge today, what, what's your thoughts? Because if you look at the farm guide, they're not, not in the best of form, but they have been. They have been. I think when they cut the budget, you know, they were, they were very uh, transparent with the budget and they cut it and then they kind of picked the tails up and won a couple of mm. games on the spin and then the last couple have they've fallen away, but... You know, look at us. We've 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 fallen away as well the last couple. So I think it's going to be a game that, that both sides can win. You know, we, we've beaten them already twice this season in the in the cup and the league respectively. But now we've got to try and follow it up with a double in the league. You know, people have already made out that the Saturday hoodoo and the players and the backs of the wall and blah 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 blah. But this is when we you know this is when we come to the fore, and I'm looking forward to having Vincent back. I'm looking forward to having Donahue back. I'm looking forward to Palinkas building on a really good me week performance and Dodd. 
I'm looking forward to see Dante play and the young lad from Keegan from Barnsley. So I'm, I'm always optimistic and excited and, and today's no different. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome to SC Live brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army and you join us here back at Broadhurst Park bringing you live commentary this afternoon of FC United and Manchester against Staley Bridge Celtic in the Northern Premier League Premier Division. Now, Paul, welcome to the broadcast. What should we know about Staley Bridge Celtic? Well, they lost five of their first seven aways, but in the last nine aways, they've won four and drawn four. So more difficult opposition on the road in the second half of the season, definitely. And their record away at FC is reasonable. Two wins, two draws, two defeats. So, difficult opposition this afternoon, you would think. Yes, and uh, we played them twice already this season. Um, once uh, in the Manchester Premier Cup, I think it was, was yep. it? Yeah, yep. once in the Manchester Premier Cup, uh, which was here at Broaders Park, and uh, that was uh, a good afternoon. Then away at Staley Bridge, we picked up three points, but uh, a lot of that, I think, had to do with the fact Greg Hall, uh, who starts today in goal for Staley Bridge, did a save, headbutted the post, had to go off. Staley Bridge had no substitute goalkeeper and we made hay about that fact. Yeah, over the 90 minutes, I think it was a little bit unconvincing yeah. from FC that, that day considering we had a, an outfield player in goal and we didn't really t- get a grip of it the way we could have done. He was hoping we'd go on and win four or five but we ended up hanging on. So yes, um, do you know the last team we beat three times in the season? Good game, good game. Uh, Hyde? No, it was 2019-20 if you want a clue. Ooh, I didn't think it was that recent, but it actually is. And it's not Hyde? No. OK, but it is, it is a team like that. A local we, team. Who we beat in the Manchester Premier Cup and we as well. Um, was it Staley Bridge? It was Radcliffe. Was it really? Yeah, played them five times <laughs> that season. It was one of those silly seasons where you play them in every competition. But, uh, yeah, so it's not so long that we beat a side three times and this is what we have to do this afternoon. Yes, and uh, we're playing Staley Bridge Celtic and obviously Staley Bridge have had... Well, a well-publicised budget cut after the Christmas period. Obviously, no home games, and that, that was a struggle for, for plenty of uh, non-league clubs across the country. But it's had a galvanising effect, very much so. Chris Wilcott managed to keep so, hold of the players. I think they've circled the wagons. Yes, and, and have pulled out some pretty impressive results. You know, it was only a couple of weeks ago that they were beating Gainsborough. Uh, so they are a dangerous side, aren't they? Especially when, you know, I'm... I'm Reading out the team, you know, Dagnall, Carrera's in this team, Tom Miller's in the team, Abadaki's in the team. They've it's got a good team. They've got a good core. Yes. Of course, the, the difference between success and failure sometimes in this division is, is the loan dealings. And um, they've still been able to bring one or two good loan players in. And I noticed they've also got Pedro, who was at Radcliffe, who's a dangerous operator on the wing. But, um, yeah, people look at their league position, which is currently 17th, is it? They're in with this um, this pack of teams yeah. above the relegation line who have gone on decent runs but haven't got away from the relegation line. It's a bit... Stafford Rangers and Ashton United all of a sudden are looking over the shoulder and you feel that 40 points isn't going to be enough to survive this year. <laughs> I think um, people look at the league position and think, oh, it's a formality this afternoon. But, mm. of course, we know in this division everybody beats everybody else. And it's always been that case uh, this season. I mean, even South Shields... They've not got their own way in midweek, I think. Was I right in saying? They drew. They drew. They drew. Yes, they drew. Yeah, with Gainsborough. Yeah. yeah so, yes. again, you know, even the leaders uh, don't have automatic rights to win. Now, for FC United, um, obviously me and the commentated on the Lancaster game last week. Big disappointment. It, yeah. But, I was talking to Woods though earlier, which you'll be able to hear on the podcast. Um, 
I think for 50 minutes we were the better team in that game. And yeah. it, it was only when Donoghue went off that the wheels came off. I think if we were playing a better side, we would have said fair enough. But It was two set pieces. We, were never, we weren't playing a good side on the day. They were struggling to put a team out and we still couldn't win. That was the disappointment, really. It wasn't so much that... I mean, we, we had lots of possession in the first half. Two guilt-edged chances. Yeah. We don't put them away. That's and it. And as the manager says, if yeah. you don't put your chances away when they come, you get stung. And you surmised the game perfectly when you said Lancaster haven't got any defenders yep. we've not got any attackers yeah and it showed <laughs> and it showed they got away with their part of the deal because we fired wide too often yes if you look at the stats but of course our defence didn't do the job well, well uh, just to say about the defence obviously uh, Andy Holes will be suspended today uh, doesn't play uh, Jan Palinkas who was our man of the match last week in central midfield will be playing at the back with uh, Curtis Jones I like Palinkas I think Palinkas is, if he can get his fitness to a level where he can play a full season, I think he can stay at this club for a long time. He's, he's good enough. I think he's good enough to go higher. Well, he is. He's got the mentality and, you know, the presence. I think it'd be nice to have him for a few seasons yeah. before he makes the step up. And just a reminder of the stat, Paul, just to set the, the red card up, Jan Palinkas never even had a yellow card. Well, in a lot of games, he doesn't even commit a foul. <laughs> his foul count is ridiculously low for a defender amazingly low yeah so if you don't if you don't give fouls away you don't tend to get yellow cards and people you know idolise players who, who get muddy shorts and that but you want oh, defenders yeah. who haven't got muddy shorts because that we can't all be chatty no you know but that, that you know if they've not got muddy shorts that means they've read the ball perfectly well Martin Buchan was the historic one at United who was immaculate when he walked on when he came off there you go and he did the job how much do you reckon Tuesday night is going to uh, bolster everyone? I mean, I, I suggested um, to, to Woodsell that it reminds me very much of the, the Poland away trip we had, where we were a bit down in the dumps for that game, but it yeah. just lifted everyone at the club. And I just hope there's, there's no kind of fatigue that sets in from, from the travelling and the playing, mm. because we were down to bare bones. And 11 some, players, basically. And some players had to play, basically, when they probably didn't, they weren't ready to play, but they were forced into playing. So let's hope there's no hangover from that. But um, I think uh, the positives that came out of the game, apart from the win, was Dyer yes. uh, finding his scoring touch. And, and Woodso again suggested that's the blueprint for scoring goals. Get to the byline, cross it in, see what yeah. happens. And put put the, the clever cross in yeah. and make your run at the right moment. Yes. Make your move. That's, that's something. Dyer, of course, is on the bench this afternoon. But his confidence will be will will be fired by that performance, and of course we've got to mention Dodd playing in the central defence. Yeah, he did, did very a very well. good job in yeah. an emergency. He was man of the match, wasn't he, on Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, so there were some good performances out of that. Um, even De Costa shone at times and ended up in goal for the closing stages. But well, uh, they're the sending. Off. What was he doing, Dan Lavrick, for that sending it, off? It was it was it, like he was almost still on GMT time. It was a rush of blood. It really was. Yes. But yeah. He doesn't do that kind of thing normally, but maybe it's the Belgian air. Yeah, know. maybe. The good news is that suspension only carries in the Phoenix Trophy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. carry into domestic competitions. So that's everyone relax because we don't we don't need that headache as well. No. Um, Loney signing Keegan Hartley comes in from Barnsley. Midfielder. We, expect, we expected to be on the wings today or attacking midfield. Yeah, I think he's made two appearances for Barnsley in in the EFL Trophy or yeah. whatever. Um, they rate him very highly, obviously, and he, he, he was with Dyer in the same side, so it's good for the two of them to know each other. Uh, so they've, they've got kind of a kinship already in the dressing room, which is helpful. And uh, obviously, Michael Donahue, we saw it last week. 
exactly what he brings to the table. We would have won that game if he could play the 90 minutes. Unfortunately, he couldn't, uh, but he is starting today. As is James Vincent back in the team, Paul. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when we see Vincent in the side now, we wonder how many minutes we'll get out of him. And also, with Donahue, I suppose, is an unknown quantity because of his injury record. Yeah. So, obviously, the bench might get called into play and Ennis yeah. is on the bench. Well, Michael Potts was on the bench on, on Tuesday night and we don't believe he's uh, close to starting no. at the moment. So, um, he is here, though, and uh, he is walking. Yes. So, uh, hopefully, it's just uh, you know not, not going to be too long. Um, but even Vaughan is also on the bench, a new loanee signing, uh, as is Sharak Peplo, obviously. Uh, Guy Hall and uh, Josiah Dyer, as, as Paul rightly mentioned earlier. What about Matt Van Wyke? Because Matt Van Wyke, again, when we had a midfield who were driving things, was good. Yeah, I think um, he's certainly got the potential to do well uh, if he gets the right service. And we've talked about this before. Um, very much like Dyer, uh, we, we were playing the ball up to Dyer and, and, and expecting him to hold off two centre-backs. I think his hold-up play is really excellent. Um, the way he turns with the ball and beats men. He's, he's very mobile. Yeah. He's, he's got strength around him. So he looks, he looks a, 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 the real package at the moment. And he, he's obviously young. He's not used to playing at this level a lot, but he's certainly a player developing quickly. Let's talk about the league table, Paul. Uh, we're in 10th, six points from the playoffs, but 12 games remaining. The fact there's so many teams still involved means there's not much room for error at this point, I'm going to suggest, with 36 points available. No, I think we've got to go on a run now. If we're serious about getting in the playoffs, of those 12 games, we have to win a large number of them. This drawing at home scenario that we've become experts at has to, has to go. Oh, we're the best in the league. Um, it has <laughs> to go, I'm afraid, because we need three points on a regular basis now. Yeah. I'm not for one minute thinking we're going to get 36 points out of the last 12, but we certainly need a larger number of those points. Uh, and home form, we've been talking about this most of the season. The home form, we don't win enough games. And that's that's the, the crux of it. I think the away form, we're matching away wins for home wins, which is better than draws. So you could say points-wise, we're on track away from home. I think we've got 21 points away. Yeah. But, you know, you can do your sums. We, is it 22 at home? We need more. Uh, upcoming games, Staley Bridge today, obviously. Ryland's away next week. Michael Clegg now in charge at Warrington Rylands. Liversidge at home. We all know what happened in the FA Trophy early on in the season. Atherton Coles away. Uh, South Shields away. That's the one where I don't expect any change at this point. Uh, Marine away. That's going to be tough. Masket at home. Morpeth away. Bamba Bridge at home. Gainsborough away last day of the season. Obviously, we, we're very capable of going to South Shields and upsetting the yes. apple cart yet once more. Yes. Because we are FC and we'll lose to Atherton Coles and get a result against South Shields. Because that's the way we are. And on that note, that's... <laughs> uh, I, th I think that's fair. Uh, but FC United taking on Staley Bridge Celtic this afternoon. And uh, this is SC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com. And you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's Stato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn. And the wind playing a little bit of havoc here for both sides. Dagnall spreads out a great ball there. And it, oh, and uh, it was Harry Benz who couldn't quite complete there. And uh, Wallerton brings it away for FC. Slides it through Van Wyke. Van Wyke just outside the air. Thinks about a shot. Blasted over the bar. Chance there for Dagnall. Dagnall 
Just outside the box now, there could be a shot on here. It's a low shot and it's a fine save from Lavakum. And it will be a free kick to Stanley Bridge. Nice position. It's to the right of the penalty area, about four or five yards out. Ben Richardson, line of five blue shirts ready to disperse, but it's a, a decoy there. It's a nice one. Oh, and the flag goes up. He just stepped offside there, Correa. It was a nice move. Richardson again, corner ball right hand side. And it comes far post. Not it down! And it's gone in! No. Has it? No. No. They thought it. Well, they think the ball's gone over the line, but FC on the break. And they've got a real chance now for FC. Surely Harley's got to give it. Gabidon, Gabidon, left footed, blocked. Now Wallerton with a cross into the box, beats everyone. Waiting is Donahue. Donahue to cross it from the left hand side. Nobody gambling on that. Goal kick for Staley. Kept in play. Obviously trying to win this ball. Well done, Donahue. Can he find Van White with the right ball? Van White into the box. Van White onto his left foot. Magnificent finish. Magnificent finish, Van White. Great through ball from Donahue. And Van White, really composed, waited for the ball to slow down to the right pace and a left-footed finish to the keeper's right. A moment ago, Paul was talking about the fact that no FC shots have been on target out of the five they had. This time, FC United hitting the target and hitting the back of the net. So often those shots hit on the run go wide or don't trouble the keeper. That one was absolutely spot on. Griffiths to take, or possibly Gabidon from the right touch line. Five red shirts up for FC. Gabidon floating it away, up goes Jones. Second ball of lights to Hartley, does well as Hartley. Can he shoot? Oh, he hits the post! Unlucky. Fine effort from Keegan Hartley. Ball is still in play, and now at a foul on uh, Gabidon. Really was an excellent work from uh, Keegan Hartley. He spun past a player, and then using a couple of... Uh, Stanley Bridge players as a screen, chipped it forward, just couldn't get it inside the post there. Richardson, the corner. Five, six blue shirts in the box now as they wait. Hovers under the bar, this is a good delivery. Hobbling around, it's a goal, 1-1. One, one. And originally of the head of Pedro, and it's FC United 1, Stanley Bridge Celtic 1. It was an untidy goal because there was certainly some impeding going on, I think, but the referee decided it wasn't serious enough. They've given the goal to Abadaki. Yeah, I think uh, it was a very good delivery, though. They've right, caused, exactly where you want it. They've caused this problems with these free kicks and long throws. 1-1, all to play for here at uh, Broadheads Park. As the goal kick goes deep into uh, Staley territory. Ennis, Ennis has made a run forward. Plays out left-hand side. Here's Van Wyk. Van Wyk, nice work. The box with the left flank. Van Wyk, twisting and turning. Shoots blocked. Van Wyk left-footed. And, uh, well... Paul couldn't hold it, but looking at him, it spun in the right direction and uh, was harmless enough in the end. Great work from Van Wyk. Wallerton, Wallerton chips it down the flank. Oh, and a mistake there by Waldron. Van Wyk into the box, comes across. Shot! Oh! Chance for Keegan Hartley. He couldn't take it, but foot wide. Mistake there, and a big sigh of relief for. Darius Waldron, who was trying to play it back and uh, shake of the head from Neil Reynolds there. Those are the sort of gifts you want to take. FC couldn't do it. 1-1 it remains. I wonder whether 
Renault will be talking after the game about the lack of ruthlessness because that's three chances now in the second half. It, deep in the Staley Ridge box where we've not finished it. So FC have definitely been the stronger side in the second period. I've yet to uh, make that tell. It's still 1-1 here. Donahue gets ahead on it. Guy Hall. Donahue volleys it on. And White feels he's been shoved down. Anyway, here comes Wallerton. Inside to Griffiths. Griffiths ships it forward. And uh, oh, Gabidon misses the header completely. It's uh, cleared there by Henderson. And the ball uh, alights in the end. Uh, Donahue plays it back very riskily. And... Lavercombe shot which goes wide at FC. Well, an uncharacteristic error from Donahue sold his keeper short. Lavercombe did get to it, but that ricocheted off a substitute George Amakua, and he in the end managed to get a shot in. But uh, the cover was back, and anyway, it went wide. But FC missing at one end and almost giving at the other. The clearance by Greg Hall. That rear heads it on. Palinka, second ball one by Griffiths, chipped on. Bagnall picks it up. And now Hartley with a speculative through ball. And Gavidon with his pace. Greg Hall's Keep out, out. There. Oh, oh, he's oh, taken, well. He's taken the man out. He's taken the man out. I think this will be yellow. Gavidon staying That's down. That's a shocking challenge. He's shown the yellow card. I think he's it's a yellow card. I don't think. Was a shock. I don't think Greg Hall's. That's a goal scoring opportunity. But it was a shocking challenge. No attempt to play the ball, was there? It was a shocking challenge. I don't think Neil Reynolds is going to agree with me. And FC defending to do again. Good work from Jones. Trying to break forward. Full-time whistle goes. And it's a draw in that second half. FC definitely the more ambitious. Had great chances too. Couldn't finish the job, Paul Hinson. I think FC have now become the home draw specialists of the division. Unless Lancaster or Gainsborough were at home today and drew. And that kind of sums up the season, really. In that... We had chances to win this game, we had several chances to win it and didn't put them away. The first half, Staley Bridge have had some good chances, FC United have had some good chances. I mean, Staley Bridge would say, you know, we'll have to watch the replay back whether it crossed the line or not, that, that's for sure. We've hit the post. Scored a very good goal. Scored a very good goal. I mean, going to the FC United goal firstly, Donahue, great determination in midfield, a beautifully weighted pass. And a fine finish from Van Wyk. I think only Donahue could have played that pass in this team. It was so sublime, wasn't it? And at half-time, obviously Staley Bridge had got their foot in the door again at one all. But I thought second half, FC were the dominant side generally. And carved out good chances. The referee's getting booed as he comes off. I think uh, that's because a lot of fans think he bottled it there on the big decision. Yeah, I mean, we don't have the benefit of a replay. But we'll have to watch it back. It looked horrible to me. And there was only one intention there from the goalkeeper. Yeah. And that was to clear out the, the striker. Yeah. There was no attempt to play the ball. So two questionable decisions. Yeah. Whether it crossed the line or not, the linesman should be able to see that. And then the, the challenge down here from the goalkeeper, you know, there's an argument there as well. I think he's jumped high. Yeah, there was no intent to get the ball whatsoever. I mean, I don't think the game rests on that, but it would be interesting to the see how Staley Bridge would, would have adapted in the last yeah. five minutes without a goalkeeper. We, we will never know what would happen if, if Hall had been sent off, but it's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. Keegan Hartley's got uh, the sponsor's man of the match. Um, he did it the post in the first half, Paul. Yeah, so you'll look back on that and think, well, that was my chance, that was my moment. And he had another one at the other end. I, I'm a broken record on this. 21 goal attempts from FC, 
Only four on target. Ooh. 21 the, today? Yes. Including the goal. Including we should the say goal. a post doesn't class as being on target, off does target. it? Yeah. Four on target is not enough, is it? Not enough. They had four on target from 12. Um, all that being said, dear listener, FC United are on 44 points today. We were six points from the playoffs at the start of the day. We're now five points from the playoffs. Inching yeah. our way closer. <laughs> Bamber Bridge have been beaten this afternoon. Marine are now back into the playoff positions. Uh, Radcliffe are up to third, incidentally. Who's our uh, player of the match, by the way? I mean, Donahue was a candidate. Uh, Griffiths was certainly another candidate. Um, I, I would, yeah, I, I, I slightly edge George Griffith. Donahue's had, I mean, I think I'd happily give it to Donahue. Loose pass, though, on that back pass, wasn't it? was, it? Yeah. yeah. Griffiths, I think it's probably his turn. I think one of the big things for FC today was that Donahue and Griffiths did have a degree of control in that midfield and really put uh, the ubiquitous shift in. And I think uh, I'd edge George Griffiths. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I thought uh, Palinka's had another good game at the back. Yeah, yeah, yes, he's he got to be tossed in. Yes, he did. He made a lot of clean challenges where other players would have made fouls. There was a couple of last-ditch ones that were superb, so I think he deserves a mention. Um, Palinka's great, and I think I think Keegan Hartley, he's got to be pleased with... You know, quite often a, a lone player comes in and they, and they don't... Even a quality player doesn't settle into the game. You know, you're playing with new players and all the rest of it. I know that Roy Sewell, if you're listening, this ball is still round and there's still 22 players on the field, but uh, in my naivety, I think... It can be hard sometimes for players to just slot in. Um, so I would have thought he'd be positive about that. Well, Neil, um, much to digest and reflect upon. Um, from an FC point of view, 21 shots, four on target. Um, there's a lot of positives going on up there, but it's the missing the chances is, is probably one of the key things. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm always deflated when we haven't won, James, but I thought there were some excellent performances today. You know, young Keegan, who got man in the match, we've... Worked hard to get him in. Van Wyk scored again. Vincent getting 60 minutes. Uh, Jan Palinkas coming in instead of Halls. I'm proud of him. You know, it's, it's been a hard week. It's been the Lancaster week. It's been the injury suspensions. It's been Belgium. It's patching back up. Dante running around with half an hour to go with a pulled groin and Donahue having to come off again. And It's hard, but I'm, I'm dead proud of him. I really am. I've, I've you know, just watching Ethan go out there now. Ethan Vaughan will go right back. He looks like he's come on. But, you know, that, that core, James, that, that's gone, we're going to have to replace and, and you know and it's going to take us time but we're working hard we're working hard and doing it and like I said the performance second half I was really really impressed with totally dominant and now let's specifically talk about Van White coming from uh, West Lanks League I mean I didn't see the Lancaster game unfortunately all midweek but but he looks to have settled really quickly and does not look like a young obviously lots to learn he, do you speak about what, what's your, what's your feelings he has, about he hasn't, even trained, he hasn't even trained with the lads yet you know he's coming straight away he's he's uh He's played, he's played, he's come to Belgium, he's played again. He hasn't even done any patterns of play or shape work. But he's, he's the next one that we found, and we found him a couple of years ago. And, you know, people say, are you going to replace Tundi? Are you going to replace Regan? Are you going to replace Matty Van Wyk? And, you know, we go, they become a one-man team because he scores again today. No, well, that's what your centre-forwards do. But we're, the, the pond we're fishing in at the minute, James, it, it, whether or not people want to hear it or not want to hear it, I'm fishing at Dante Gavin on, I'm fishing in the low market, your Matty Van Wyks, your Jan Palinkas, your Guy Halls. 
That's but, where we are. And, but, and, and, and I'm dead happy that we're fishing in that pond because they're, they're really good footballers. But it gets a lovely through ball from, from Donoghue. But it's that composure. And obviously a two-footed player, yep. which is always an advantage. But it's the composure. And when your ball's going across you like that, it's very easy to slice it. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great finish. And he probably looks back at the highlights later on and probably should, he thinks he should score again. He's just got to pull the trigger. Uh, but doesn't. But we, we are we're delighted with him. He's what, 20, 21 year old and he's going to be a good forward for us. There was a period in the game where, in the second half, when he was really getting pulled about by the tender. Now, is it is that a case of a free kick was given again? We know we're partial to some extent on FCM radio. We don't pretend, but there was one point where a free kick was given against him on Harrow when there was hardly any contact. Mm. You know, and either side of that, there was clear he was being pulled and pushed about and is it a case that that's what happens and this is part of his learning curve as he's going to have to deal with how to avoid that he's got to learn you know and and if you watched Regan 12, 24 months ago when he got pushed he'd he'd argue with himself you know he he was a frustrated man it's only when we've been able to drop off don't get too tight to your centre half get yourself time to turn and and Matt is in that field at the minute and we've got to we've got to help him to develop but I'm excited I've just said going in there and I'm excited to work with Matty Van Wyck I'm excited to work with Guy Hall and you know young Keegan Hartley today it's, it's refreshing and we're not going to win games of football all the time but again as the managers say we've shown we're a really good side even though we are makeshift at the minute and the, you know we haven't got that settled team but I'm, I'm proud of the second half performance James yeah go through the whole team today but Keegan Hartley it's that thing of settling very you know quite often a new player comes in and they don't quite really gel um, what, what's, what was it about him that pleased you we do, well we've watched Keegs a few times now we've tried to get him from Barnsley we've, you know, Bobby Hassel at Barnsley has been great but he, he's just such a little live wire he gets in good pockets I thought first half when he closed a man down and chased it we, we could see he's tenacious he then got his shot off that rattled the woodwork he's got up to a second you know in the second half where he's pulled off his man and just put it wide he's, he gets in really good areas but you know he's got man of the match today and I've just said to the lads that's his first game in an FC United shirt and you know he's coming away with all the plaudits and, and maybe some others have, who've been here a while now have got to play with that burn that he's done today on his debut and I'm, that's why I'm sure that he's going to go and be a professional footballer but we're going to enjoy having him here hopefully till the end of the season because I think he's going to become a fan's favourite and another one that we'll look to develop and, and get into in Barnsley's first team. And we had a short list for Man of the Match. We didn't give it to Kiki. We could have done. We actually gave it... Luke Griffiths, I felt, was... Uh, you know, I thought that they did a good job for you. The two, you needed Donahue and Griffiths to do a good job. Normally, we don't see these things the same. But um, it was almost like, Luke, we've given it to other players when Luke's performed well, and we thought that Luke did a good job today. How, how did you see that? I think Luke always does a good job, and Luke's playing very good football at the minute. My, my problem with... <laughs> stay with me with Luke or with Charlie or with Curtis Jones or with you know Alex Wollerton or whatever it will be that them same players are playing in the team now that aren't getting the success so is the ingredients right and then that's not against Luke is Luke playing with the right person are we missing Potts is it Potts and Vincent is it Potts and Donahue is it Vincent and Donahue is it Griffiths so he's going to struggle he hasn't had that continuity to that midfield partner next to him but his performance levels have excelled but we need to find somewhere for Luke Griffiths to be alongside and, and get them games in that's going to take time. I'm, I'm happy with Luke. I think he's playing as good as what he played the first season he signed for us. But for whatever reason, because of the changes at the minute, that little core aren't able to win games of football because the relationships are different. And, and that's what we've got to try and embed now. You, you've got another one today, and Ethan, who might now come in at right back, and Wolves goes a bit higher. But it, it's, it's part of Arsenal football, and like I said, well, we haven't lost. Would you agree that one of the, the strong things throughout the team was winning the ball back, the recovery runs, and whenever Stadebridge would win the ball, that there was somebody right there I, 
to win it back. I thought we were excellent at possession today. I thought we were excellent. I thought we got on really good areas. I thought we were exciting going forward. I thought our distances that we worked on in training was really good. We won first and second balls all over the park. Um, and and it, just, it just wasn't to be. And I know when you don't win games of football, people are going to moan. And then you say, we haven't won against Lancaster. We have to get it. But do we, you know... It's about the performance levels, and the performance levels today were really good. And if that means we've got to come back a step to go forward a step, and we can we can develop the likes of Van Wyk that we've done with Regan, Linney and Tony, we can develop the likes of Guy Hall that we've done with Doddy over the years, then we're doing something right. And I just want to not put pressure on them boys in there, you know, because there's enough pressure playing in front of the crowd that they do. But, but enjoy it because we'll create another really good group in there and we've had to rebuild this side all the time because as vultures always want to take our players off and that's what happens we'll rebuild another really good side in there and I know people go playoffs playoffs we're still fighting we're still we're still doing well and you know the unbeaten run starts again today and we've taken a point against the Staley Bridge side that have been difficult to beat yeah, Staley Bridge uh, <coughs> near the bottom yeah. but, and, and had to take these budget cuts and uh, to me they look a decent side very good. I think Raul Carrera, the nine, is one of the best in the league. And we tried to get Raul in summer and we missed out financially. We've got to offer a better deal at Staley Bridge. Uh, I think he's excellent. I think they've got players, you know, in that side that have been out injured all season and that haven't helped Chris Wilcox. But, again, there's no divine right. I don't care if you could play Liver's Edge, Staley Bridge, South Shields. Everyone could get everyone a game and I haven't seen the results yet today. But might sound like a broken record, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was a couple of shocks today. Well, <laughs> Put it this way, uh, FC were six was it six points off the playoff to begin with, and now five points. Five points. Bridge lost. Um, moving on now. So uh, one point close to the playoff. It's a tease this season. Yeah. You know, it's a total tease. You think, oh, we're drifting out now. We forget about it. But it, nobody seems to want it. Did South Shields win in the end? Did it? They drew. Well, see, you, you just couldn't write it. And next week I'll have Pops back. I'll have Andy Halls back we're going to get stronger and I'm telling everybody who's listening that last 10 games of the season you watch teams start to wobble and bottle it and it only takes a team to go and win three or four games and you know we targeted eight points out of the next four so that makes you know we've got to get a point next week and maybe two home wins but you've got Liversedge, Atherton and Warrington Rylands coming up and we said if we get our target eight out of twelve we'll be there thereabouts so we've got a point today take that Fine. Uh, and we keep going finally Warrington Rylands what kind of game do you expect it's going to be tough Cleggie's just gone in there you know they, they show what a good side they are early on this season they've obviously lost Callum Dolan and they had a bit of a wobble when they lost Cal to, to Fleetwood but they're going to be a good side again I, I don't know how they've performed I'm sure their chairman would wanted them to be towards the top end of the league this season with the budget but they're not which is credit to the MPL again but we'll go there you know we'll look forward we're going to have a good week in training now Tuesday, Thursday and really get ready you know galvanise the lads maybe bring in one or two more bodies this week you know, that's what we're going to look to do now is Brian Richardson's got his marker down on 23-24, you know, and, and that's what we're going to do. But, uh, no, um, you know, credit to the boys today. Stuck in and, and dug in and got a good point. Well, thanks for a very comprehensive interview, Neil. Cheers. And congratulations on these players you bring yeah, in. Yeah, thanks, James. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> Cheers. FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking to James there. And as discussed, FC will be back in action this Saturday as the Reds travel to Warrington Rylands. Kickoff in Warrington will be at 3pm, but remember, if you cannot make this game in person, then we'll have full live commentary here on FC Radio. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening, and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio. Officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.